All right, hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Glaf. It's me, your host Paolo. And for, before we start today's episode, uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors. So thank you to Swagat Indian Cuisine, thank you to Maskinmore Manila, and thank you as well to Comicet. So for today's guest, this is her first time here on the Glaf, which is always awesome to have someone who's never been here before. Uh, she was supposed to be here earlier, but you know we had to fix her schedule and all of that. So I'm glad that she's still here, that she was able to make it. So I shall tell you who she is in a bit, but here's a, like a brief intro about who she is. So she is a wander across creative fields of video production, theater arts, and advertising. Apart from battling the daily Ahensha blues, she's on the hunt for thick, rich, hot chocolates, free diving spots, and oyster mushroom grocets. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about her um, oyster mushroom thing. I know she's very obsessed about that. So, welcome to Iglap for the very first time, Nella G. Hey, Nella. Hi. <laughs> Hi, pal. Hey, so I'm so happy that you're here. But before we start, uh, you know, I always ask my guests to share a fun fact about themselves that not a lot of people know about. Okay. Um, I consider myself pescatarian, but every month I... I, I a lot like meat days, meat days just because you know there would be moments where you know when you're a guest and they only serve meat and you know you don't want to be rude so you just have to eat what's on the, what's on what's served on the table, or you know if you're traveling and the, the delicacy is meat, meat. that you have to try it once, or you know last resort kung gutom na gutom na ako <laughs> yun lang talaga meron. Oh, yeah, I just eat meat, so I'm very flexible. But most so when you go to McDonald's, no, they don't have the filet fish. They just <laughs> have the one. I'm, I'm so disappointed with that. Wait, it's so, I think it's, it's gone like, forever. It's gone. It's been a while now. Parang I think sina, just the timing. I think when when Jollibee placed their tuna pie um, on the menu for good, instead of just doing it every length, parang biglang na wala naman si filet that's so strange. I always thought fish is okay. I mean, I don't think it's like culinary, which obviously it shouldn't be to begin with, but I always thought the filet fish was pretty good. It's good, and I like it when it's freshly hot. Like, it's like yeah. steaming that, in your mouth. Like you know, right? flakes yeah. Of, yeah. Well, when you bite it and kind of um, kind of burns them out a bit. Oh, like. Same with the tuna pie, actually. Like, one time, okay, like, I will describe both heaven and hell at the same time. So I love like the spicy tuna pie of Jollibee, right? Then I got it, you know, they, they gave it to me. I was like, oh, this is nice. When I bit into it, for some reason, I don't know if it was the angle or how hard I bit into it. But the, like most of the filling went straight into my esophagus. It was very hot. <laughs> like all I could do is like try to tear up a bit. Uh-oh. Because I can't really talk. <laughs> oh, So how many tuna pies do you buy in one? Oh, just city? one, just one. Ah, yeah, just one. I mean, before I could do like three, you know, when I was super Yeah, you fat. feel, yeah. Oh, but but nowadays I just do one. But yeah, all right. But yeah, I'm so happy to have you here. And I wanted to ask though, I don't think I asked this to you, but why did you decide to be like a flexible pescatarian? Um, I don't, let's see. I started out grade six. That's when I tried to be vegetarian, pescatarian, because I was just influenced by what I was reading about animal rights, you know, the website with PETA. But then eventually I realized, I think, 
you know, what I'm reading is not fair because what I read is about, you know, what's happening in the States versus, you know, I should be more concerned about what's happening locally. And there's really no data about it. So eventually I stopped for a few years, but pagdating ng college, dun na talaga nagtuloy-tuloy na. Um, in terms of flexibility, um, because if I try to be vegetarian or vegan, it's more expensive. <laughs> and yeah, it's just more expensive actually. And there would be times it's really going to be hard, hard. It's hard to look for ingredients for food. It's just like a lot of inconvenience. But I do, I do admire those who really do it strictly because that that takes a lot of research and dedication to do it full time. And fun. Yeah. Because actually, the thing with being vegan versus like vegetarian is, it's also about because like I, I, you can correct me if I'm wrong. But like with vegetarians, you could just get any vegetable and it's okay, right? Oh, While yeah. for veganism, it's more about organic, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or or something like that? Hmm. I uh, know there's a sort like of factor like that for, for that one, you know? Yeah, I think there is. Yeah. I think I, I mean, it also has right? to be with the factor of eating eggs and milk. Yeah. But the factor is eating yeah, for vegans, man, totally, you can't consume, you can't wear any animal product, like probably honey, even down to the honey. Which I think is kind of like, you know, thinking about it. You know how lamb or sheep give you wool without it hurting the lamb? Because you yeah. really have to shave them. Have you seen that video of that lamb that was lost for like a year that was like as big as a freaking mountain? But, uh, Right, so it's I mean, not addicting to watch, you know, videos like that where you, you just shave the hair. At one point, I'm like, oh, I wish I could do that. Like, right? it's it's job. move to New Zealand and do that. It's really fun. It looks really fun, but I bet it's also very stressful. Because, like, what if the sheep is very, you know, rowdy and all of those things? Ta-da. Right? Also, I'm curious. Like, um, so there's this new thing I found on YouTube, and it's really weird. But yet, I find it oddly satisfying. Because, okay, so to give you a background on maybe why I'm going to... Okay, so here's the background. So I love Dr. Pimple Popper. <laughs> yeah. Like, One I of those super love videos to watch. Right? I mean, I could watch it and not get gross out. I actually feel that... You know how when they have, let's say, a giant, um, whatever you call that thing? Yeah, it's Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that the thing, like, filled with fat and pus and whatnot. Yeah, then I feel like super satisfied because I felt that if I was in like that person's shoes, I feel like I lost like 10 pounds. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, so okay, so that's the background. So I discovered this like YouTube channel. Um, I think he's like some sort of vet or whatever. I'm not really sure. Uh, but he runs a cow farm, and all the videos are of him. Healing his cow's hooves. As in like yeah. with infections and whatnot. Like, 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 like there's like this cow we're in. So let's say there's the hoof, right? Oh, here, there's the hoof. Like there's like a crack here. Then like bubbles come out and whatnot. They just watch and then like he gets a saw to like cut a part of the hoof because it's actually like a very thick nail. So yeah. yeah like, I mean, like, even with the horses, I enjoy watching pag tinitrim off yung hooks nila and then they replace yung, yung U-shape. The, the metal thing, right? Yeah. Like, why why do you enjoy it? It's, I, 
I feel just, you know, working or just being with animals is such a fascinating thing to do, especially if it's your everyday. Yeah. But then yeah. speaking of animals, I think it's like too early for the discussion now, but like one of the other other addicting videos I watch when it comes to farm work is about horses when, you know, when they collect semen. And you know how, how much horse semen is like valued, right? Yeah. In my, my special practice, my bag, my bag to get it. And look, there's like a person who like, you know, masturbates the horse the, the, parang, parang, um, i don't know how they they try to stimulate the horse but eventually the horse gets up on this platform he's gonna, he's gonna do his thing and then this person just shoots a bag into his dick down there and then boom gold coming out <laughs> imagine like okay like you know it's your first day on the job and your job is to cash it's catch sorry Horse semen, so you know you have like the bag, right? And you're kind of nervous. The bag, like, what if it shoots at you instead? You did. I mean, like, well, but then imagine, like, you waste like a tiny drop or something. It's like, whoa! I, mean, I like how you're thinking about. No, I like how you're thinking about because you're wasting it, and it's just more about like, you know, it's, it's funny. Like, yeah. It's probably like hot AF also. <laughs> but wait, why is horse semen so expensive again? Like, why? What, what do they use it for? I think for the horse races. The uh, they, they, they genetically modify and whatnot. Canon, I think so. Ah, uh, okay. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But there's actually another one that I'm trying to remember. It's like crazy expensive. I couldn't believe it. Um, Actually, the ink and printer ink is really expensive. The ink and for printers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the le- not the legit ones, not the ones here locally where you can just refill it easily. I thought about like the legit Epson ones, you know, the ones that you can buy per cartridge that you can cartridge. Yeah. Really? Yeah, those ones are legit expensive for some reason also. But yeah, okay, so from from, from cow who <laughs> sorry, I know it's like so really <laughs> which brings which is an excellent thing to talk about, like YouTube, right? You can legitimately, I think, watch anything there. I mean, the good thing is there's like an age restriction, right? So I don't think that horse thing could be shown to those who are like below 18. Of course, yeah. But isn't it amazing that, you know, I could just go to YouTube. Okay, Mela, give me a random topic and let's see if there, let's see if it is on YouTube. Random topic? Uh, Something super random. Super random. Like a how-to or something, yeah. How to uh, how to change a pipe? How to change a what? A pipe. A pipe. For sure, there's going to be that. Oh, there's a lot. I'm yeah, so much like more how bad. to change a kitchen tap. It's not friendly. Oh, that pipe. <laughs> um, a weed pipe. Uh, there okay. also is. You're getting there. Okay then. Hmm. Right? I mean, don't you think it's just so amazing that the things that we were so scared to ask, let's say, as kids, you can just YouTube it or Google it, right? Sobra. Sobra. I mean, more than YouTube, I also use Reddit. And I consider Reddit as my Bible because it just answers everything, all the shower thoughts I have in my head. And I've really gone deep when it comes to my curiosity. So I'll just leave it at that because, you know, if we no, delve no, no, into no, that no, topic, no, no, no. like, oh, 
Okay, like, what's the weirdest thing you tried looking for in Reddit? Like, an answer to I don't know. Like, what was the weirdest thing you found? It's kind of sexual. It's a weird sexual thing. It's okay. I mean, when, when I upload this on Spotify, I'll put, like, explicit, so it's okay. <laughs> I think, you know, um, so, you know, with, with gay sex, of course, they use their, their ass for that. But apparently, it's such a kink. Like, you go really deep, insanely deep. And then I just found a video where it's like, oops, this is too much internet for now. Where literally once they were like pulling out so many things from their intestines. And eventually the intestines even came out of the ass. So that's like, oh. oh. Wait, 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 wait. I have like, I have like 2,000 <laughs> questions. Um, yeah. How is the person not dead? I have no idea. See, that's what's like amazing and interesting and like really crazy. How how people and their kinks really go if you're deep and go insane. If your intestine comes out of your butt, will you die? Are you sure the person's not dead? No, I was like, they were really happy doing that. Like, I think there's like a, a sub subreddit or community just for that. Okay, so I couldn't find like the exact like if it comes out of your butt, but apparently there are times when it does like fall from its original position. So yeah, that's that's a way to start it. Yeah. Wow, but actually, you know, thinking about it, um, so actually, I also got into the whole Reddit thing because I remember you mentioned it to me, and you know, I just got amazed, right? You get to see so many things. Then here's the strange one. I mean, my Reddit, my Reddit journey. I don't know if like, this is a normal thing or what. So I was looking at this, um, this Reddit, um, what do you call it? Like a Reddit thread? Is that what you call it? Yeah. Okay. And uh, it was about like NBA and all of those things, right? So I was just looking through it. Then there's this one guy who had like a really funny comment. So I clicked on his profile and what? Well, I think it's a he. I mean, I just assume. And uh, they could be a they. And uh, what do you call this? And here's the thing. I was able to like see the person's other like where else they commented. Yeah, yeah. Then I found out that through multiple diggings and whatnot, there's like a, a legitimate Reddit thread that has sex work involved. That has what? Sex work involved, like legitimate sex work. Of course, yeah. No, I was surprised because I didn't know yeah. that there would be something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, um, cool. <laughs> but yeah, so See, the internet is such a treasure, treasure chest, you know. But wait, I need to ask you now. So you you were okay, so you you were researching about gay sex, then you discovered this interesting thing. No, I wasn't exactly researching about gay sex. Um I think probably just kinks, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I can't remember exactly what I was looking at. Yeah, but probably just one of those just came through. Like, you know, like one of the ones I discovered, there's like a medical one, and not like doctor nurse thing, by the way. Yeah. Like sticking instruments. Oh, like the sharp ones? Is that what you mean? I hope not. I was just thinking of like, you know, um, but yeah, actually, those are mostly sharp. Oh, that's crazy. Oh, like, oh. 
No, but you know, there's this one. Okay, like, since I'm a, I'm a cisgender man, this should be more painful for me than it is for you. So there's this one device. I don't know what you call the instrument or device or whatnot, but there are some men. I don't even know if I should even say it. Um, Started it. It's it's a med it's a metal thing. Mm-hmm. I again I don't know what you call it, but they stick it inside the penis. A metal. Is it like thin? a really is it thin, thin metal thing, like really really oh. thin. And, oh. and I was like, yeah, I mean, just trying to imagine it, like, you just feel all the pain. Oh, I'm a guy, okay, <laughs> like. Yeah. That hole is not big enough to have anything stuck in. <laughs> like, oh my god. Like when I saw that, I was like, what did the internet do to me today? <laughs> you know? No, because what happened was before I discovered it was I was listening to another podcast. Um, that yeah. that had people in it, um, you know, regular Joes and sex workers, and they're talking about it. I was like, "What is this?" Then I type medical things. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Okay, so like, I'm curious, um, Nella, like, how how often are you in Reddit, or how much time do you spend on Reddit usually? Um, I used to be there a lot before when I was like really depressed, and um, I just didn't want. It was just like on my own. But then now, I guess, probably two to three times a week, especially you know, if I just want to kill time, just browse through through it. Reddit stuff, yeah. So was there yeah. ever like a... I'm curious. Like, was there ever like a major fight in like Philippine Reddit? Or not really? Fight? Um, it's always going to be political, especially in the Philippine subreddit threads. But if not fights, you know, a lot of juicy scandals like uh, Filipino celebrities... Or it's America, one of my favorite threads ever, you know, the life AMA about or ask me anything about sugar babies. <laughs> I like how sugar babies. I know. That's like one world, one world I'm fascinated to be in, but <laughs> no, but would you though, like given the opportunity? I tell myself I will. No, but okay, like what if okay, give me like an ultimate celeb crush of yours. For celeb now. crush. Gosh. Like ultimate, uh, like ultimate. I don't do those things. You don't have not even one? Are you serious? No. No. Are you serious? Okay. Um Okay, like describe a perfect guy for you. Like for you, dream guy. There. No, like you know, tall, white, um, tall, dark, and handsome, like that, or just tall. Um, okay, so anyway, go love, do your thing. Okay, so anyway, the reason I was asking that is what if there's a guy, okay. Who yeah. looks like super your type, one hundred percent, and he wants you yeah. to be sugar baby. But, mm. but he has one really bad kink. I mean, not really bad. Sorry, he has this one kink, and it's very strange. Like, you have to stick your whole arm up his butt. Oh, that's fine. It's like, oh, you're just 
I don't have to lick or do anything no, to my heart, right? Yeah. Whatever's inside also. So like, what if it's like a giant like silo of poop? You'll have to bring that out. <laughs> and he ate corn that day. Gosh. Where do you get these things? <laughs> I mean, like, if it's just for one night, yeah, okay. No, like, it'll no. give you everything you want, but you have to do it every single oh. day. Hey, but like, sugar daddy, sugar baby agreements don't have to be forever, you know? It's basically an agreement of how long. Yeah. So it's like for one week, one month, fine. Money in, money out, yeah. Okay. So. No, but actually, you know, what I appreciate about uh, Reddit, since you introduced it to me, yeah. was it reminded me of like the old forums, like Pinoy Exchange and all of that. And no, the I, I mean, no, because before, actually, it's still alive if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. It's just that before, um, I think I was like in high school or something. I like asked, the, I mean, I Googled the... Uh, a question about science or whatever, and I found the answer in Pinoy Exchange for some reason. Yeah. Like there's a Reddit, uh, Reddit, there was like a thread there about it. So yeah, that's yeah. I know. Because the reason I asked you about the fight is I used to be a part of this um, NBA cards community and we had our own like Pinoy Exchange website. Like you have to have a membership, you know, log in, whatnot, pay a small fee every month just to keep the you know website alive. And there's like this huge fight Okay, the community, I mean, you're around a thousand members. I mean, I don't think it's that big. But uh, but there's like this huge fight when people started digging things about other people. Because there's this one guy, okay. So think about it. He was like the Anna Delvey of before. Uh, so he was fooling some people when it comes to cards and whatnot. Then, and then what happened was we kicked them out, right? We were like, okay, sorry, for example. Sorry, Nella. You know, we have to kick you out. Sorry, you broke so many rules, whatever, whatever. Then a few days later, a new member comes in, let's say named uh, Stella, for example. So Stella comes in, and Stella is like, oh, you know, I'm going to... Stella starts fighting with, let's say, me, because I'm the one who kicked um, Nella out, right? So Stella's like, oh, you know, I had to deal with Paolo, but blah, 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 blah. So long story short, Stella is Nella. Oh, shops. Then what happened was... Because of that, apparently they're all like different fraction uh, factions and whatnot. From a thousand members, because both sides were fighting, we, we ended up becoming like one fifty left. Wow! But then I, mean, I was just so entertained because I was just there, you know, just there with my popcorn, looking for deals. But people were fighting, so okay. So that's why I was asking you if there's like a big like fight in Reddit before. Reddit, no. No, but I did have like a time where I used to fangirl for this band called The Click Five. You know, the one who sang Just the Girl, Happy Birthday, Catch Your Wave. And I was like such an insane fan. Now, every day, you know, usually um, everyone's browser is google.com. But that time, my browser is, yeah, the Click Five forums. And I would just like read through everything, make friends there. And I think yung mga pinaka-fight doon was like between like all these um, Western people versus Asian people. 
And parang, I remember there's this one bully called Kate. I mean, like, she looks so hot, like, with all her piercings and all that. But then she's also very eloquent when she types in English. But then sobrang makapag-bully din siya ng mga tao. Especially if you're, like, if your English is so bad. As in, nangaraging kanya. I think that, yun yung pinaka-drama ko in life when I was, like, 12 years old. All these fights that I see. Course and the internet, like, oh my gosh, the internet is so mean. <laughs> yeah, no, just funny. But you know, the thing is, I don't know, Nell, I don't know if it's because of we grew up in the time when the internet wasn't that wasn't really our world. I mean, remember the time when you do have internet, but yeah, you'd maybe go to a few threads, mostly for homework. Uh, but I mean, me personally, as a kid, I used to like computer I wasn't really into the internet that much. Like, I remember I had a MySpace before. I would legitimately check it once a day, and that was it. Like, if I checked yeah, it I at say, 3 p.m., right? If I checked at 3 p.m., the next time I'm going to reply to you is the next day, whatever time that is, you, you know? But nowadays, like, all these younger people have, like, so much investment online now, right? In the sense that for them, it's like real life and the internet are one. Does the dynamic sense? It is, yeah. I mean, I also know like a few people who really, even if they're not big celebrities, but they really take their their postings, their feeds seriously. Like, alam nila kung kailan dapat schedule yung post, kailangan very curated with the entire look of the feed. And you know, for me, this is coming from someone who works in the industry, and I just deal with social media every day. And uh, yeah, it, it takes a lot of courage and confidence to go in that field. I mean, sometimes I think because whenever whenever we inquire for like rates and partnerships for all these people who use the internet or who use their social media as a platform to earn, you earn a lot. And you yeah. know, sometimes it doesn't have to be content that's just like really well thought of. Honestly, even the trashy content, you know, people pick it up. And sometimes I would think, huh, you know, if I'm like really tired and want the easy easy way easy way out or easy way in, like, but maybe I should I should be an influencer all these things but then you know the risk is you just put yourself out there um your personal life is like on the line that people are just going to be commenting about it and i think that's just going to take a toll on on your mental health definitely so i think it's just like a 50 50 thing of how you use how you use the internet and social media for you know for your personality or who you want to portray yourself for yeah, because actually, like, you know, thinking about it, let's say, for example, you're, you're, let's say I'm an influencer, right? I'm, or someone who has a good following or whatnot. Uh, it is going to be hard because think about this way. Let's say right now I'm single, right? Or let's say I'm on Bumble or Tinder or whatever. People could make that into content about me. Like, oh my God, do you know that Paolo Aguas is like on Tinder and Bumble and shit? You know what I mean? I mean, like, look, we're normal dudes and do that. And um, if I'm on Bumble or Tinder, or if you're on Bumble and Tinder, they'll be like, oh, cool, swipe right, or whatever, right? But let's say if you're in, you're a famous online person, they'll be like, whoa, what is this? It's such a big deal. Like, Did they yeah, break up already? <laughs> but crazy. No, you're right, though. But yeah. So you mentioned, um, you know, you're in the industry, uh, you, you know, agency life and all of that. 
may, if it's okay with you, maybe you could describe what agency life is for like my listeners who maybe aren't familiar with what that term exactly means. Hmm. So I've been in like different advertising agencies. I started out with like a creative one, and currently I'm in PR. That's public relations, where we deal we deal a lot with media, influencers, celebrities. Um, a lot to do with brand love, brand image. We don't technically sell products, but we we sell more brand love. You know, trying to hint at that emotion. You know, keeping hooked. That that sort of thing. We also do a lot of events. So I mean it's a fun it's a fun industry to be in because you know I get to meet a lot of people a lot of personalities and also just get a lot of good perks. But of course, um, in this industry, um, it takes a lot of your time. There's not really a fixed nine to six or ten to seven. You have to expect that there will be days where you do a lot of overtime or you really have to wake up really early. And yeah. and because. Um, the work entails that I, I work with a lot of teams, like creative, production, digital, um, suppliers, and all that. Um, for me, it takes. I need a lot of social battery to function, especially when I'm dealing with a lot of people, and you wanna and you wanna you know get the work done. Of course, you you gotta get their good spot. You have to build rapport for those that you need. You you can't just say no. I need this. I need that. I mean, sometimes. People will have moods, so you just got to be prepared how you navigate it. And for me, being an accounts person, it's basically just trying to solve problems here and there and just foresee everything and I just lift everything up. <laughs> no, but really crazy um, because I was in an agency before like you, but totally different, um, what do you call this, services and whatnot. But, you know, you kind of hit it nail in the coffin, right, that when you work in an agency life, I think even abroad, not just here, uh, you really are going to work on weekends or you work, let's say, until like 1 a.m., 2 a.m., then you have like a meeting at 9 or 8 to present to a client and stuff like that. But why do you love it, though? Because not a lot of people do. Mm, I like I love it because I just, just the output that we do, it, you need a creative thinking to do that. And I just love being surrounded by people who are creative and doing also these, you know, works that are fun, you know. But be honest, like, are there times when you're just like, why am I here? You know, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially if, if all the work just suddenly just all goes together, especially for this month, that it's Christmas campaign, everything's like, going around like the past few weeks have been really crazy for me i mean like for example last week um i had the cebu trip last minute for an event so like wednesday oh, wow. night i flew into cebu um arrived there at 10 p.m and i was like yeah let me just take a nap you know i want to move around see what cebu is like and then a nap turned into a full sleep <laughs> and i woke up you know just just in time for a call time at 8 a.m because the event is in the morning and and the event um, ended around 2 p.m. And then my flight going back to Manila is at 6 p.m. So literally I had like, what, two hours to be a tourist, just move around Cebu. And like, good thing I had the service with me. I mean, that's that's one of the perks of being in this industry. You're well, you're well taken care of. So I had a van there and then we just like went to all these different street foods, all these markets where I could just like try the food. 
and also just take good photos of like how Cebu in the streets really is. And after that, like, okay, straight to the airport. Like literally, I was like in the final check-in time. I mean, <laughs> like sort of close call. And then I was just like exhausted once I arrived in Manila. So literally, I was in Cebu for only what, 20 hours? But crazy, I mean. And sorry to add. So that was a Thursday. And then the next day, Friday, of course, like I had a lot of like office work. And and my my brain was like really foggy, but you know, gotta finish all these things. So yeah, that's like in a nutshell of what it's like, especially when it's crazy season. Yeah, because like thinking about it, agency life is really not for everyone because you have to really love what you're doing. Oh, yeah. And you have to be prepared really to just be ready for stuff like that. I mean, that's crazy that you had last minute Cebu trip. Yeah, but oh, cool. Ooh. Cool, but like, oh, stress. Oh my gosh. <laughs> but is that your first time in Cebu? I don't think so, right? It's not. Um, it's my third time being in Cebu, but that was my first time being alone. Oh, I was alone pala. Okay. Yeah. And, and the team I worked with was hired locally. So they were the ones speaking Bisaya for me for any, you know, <laughs> things that needed. <laughs> so did you did you feel like an expat where you know you're just there with your service? And like, <laughs> with your staff and you're like yeah i don't speak like the local dialect because so. the thing is like with, with i think with visayas in mindanao um i always had to ask um are you more, for the people i talk to are you more comfortable speaking in english and tagalog because i don't know if it's true but i heard that you know they find it offensive if you speak in tagalog and all that yeah so yeah, I think it's because of the history, right? We're in um, Filipino was chosen to be the national language, but everyone wanted it to be, not the one everyone, but there's a movement yeah. that said it could have been Cebuano or Visayan. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a thorn on their side, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you've been to Cebu. What what other um, out-of-town trips have you, or even out-of-the-country trips have you done or taken for work? Oh, that was the first time. Oh. Now out of town, literally I had to fly. That was the first time. Out of the country, wala pa naman. Um, on my earlier years working, there was like out of town, pero it was over driving. It doesn't feel like now oh, long distance travel. Like where did you go for the one that you drove? Let me see. Parang mga Batangas, Pampanga. I, mean, I think the most fun that I've had was when and yun yung where where you fly this light plane it's a light plane very thin lang siya. and like basically the lawang tao lang kayo the driver and the passenger fly over some field we went to that location on i forgot okay yeah it's a pampanga i think i can't remember but yeah, okay. So like, um, what do you call this? So about traveling and all of that. Uh, so where have you been? Like out of the country? Like what countries have you been to already? Out of the country, um, for Asia, there's Hong Kong, Macau, Thailand, Vietnam. Um, then Europe, there's Germany, Netherlands, France. Wait, you've never been to Singapore? No. 
No, I just don't. Like, if I would go there personally, I just don't find it enticing, honestly. No, because like from there you could take a a ferry to Indonesia. You could take a bus to Malaysia. Right. Never thought of it actually. Parang I, I always like, prioritize the places that are very cheap and where there's no visa. So probably the next ones would be like um, Cambodia, Malaysia. Yeah, I think they're all because you yeah. don't need a visa, that's the thing. <laughs> I super love Cambodia. I'm not sure if I told you that already. I think you have. Yeah. But okay, so you've been to all these countries. Which one's your favorite so far? Um, I would say it's always gonna be Vietnam and Thailand. Mm-hmm. Just because you know the food is amazing. You can literally live live on street food. And I've only been to the capitals in those areas, but you know it's something I would love to keep coming back for to backpack, especially like for example for Vietnam in the northern areas because it gets Hanoi. really cold. I don't know if it's Hanoi, but it gets really cold and all that. Mm. And for me, anything the farther the better, honestly. Or like for example, yeah. sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, please go ahead. Or, or like if I if I do domestic trips, like for example for birthday i like going to the mountains like Mount Hulag or in kalinga where there's no signal you know just because you know you, you don't bring the stress with you and it's cold so that's nice so sorry uh so i was gonna mention like um uh, it's the one country i want to go to next time like when i have the chance already i'm gonna take it fucking mongolia Oh yeah. Right. I agree with you. Right. Gobi Desert. You can have just like lamb, um, what do you call those? Lamb um dim sum and all of that. Oh dim sum from Mongolia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lamb dim sum. So because some oh, actually... sure. sorry, I was thinking about Morocco. <laughs> okay, okay. Sorry, Mongolia kind of like Chinese. Is it Chinese? Chinese Why ancestry? Like Mor- Morocco. I don't know, it's M. <laughs> Morocco's also nice. I don't want to go there. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, sorry. Go ahead. Mongolia. You know why I don't like Morocco? Wait, you why? know why I don't like them? Because they eliminated my country from the World Cup. Oh, just now. <laughs> Wait, but uh, isn't it the news they're the first African team to be able to go to the semifinals? See, a big win. A big no win. Problem. I wish they did it to another country, you know. <laughs> well, I still have Portugal, so I hope Portugal makes it at least. So at least I'm not eliminated entirely. But yeah. um, but yeah, sorry. So going back to Mongolia, no, because I'm um, actually Mongolia and China were are neighbors, right? To the point that Inner Mongolia is actually part of China, which doesn't make sense because it's called Inner Mongolia, right? But um. But anyway, yeah, so there's a lot of um, exchanges in terms of, like, the food. That's why they do have versions of dim sum in Mongolia. That's mostly made out of, like, lamb or yak, if you're familiar with that animal. Yeah. And, and all of those things. But, yeah, I've always wanted to go to Mongolia. I've been watching and researching about Mongolia for, like, six years already. Yeah. Like, once I'm there, I feel like like I'm a local already. You know, YouTube videos. it. <laughs> Like super legit already. Like next thing, I'll start speaking Mongolian, right? I like, think you so. Is it is it in Mongolia where you can live in a community? Like in the middle of the desert, there are tents. Yeah, 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 yeah. <sighs> yeah, yeah. That's a big. Called a yurt. 
Oh, that's the one, yeah. Yeah. Then the second country I want to go to is uh, what do you call this? It's uh, one second. <laughs> I forgot it. The country with GDP of happiness. Happiness is in the in the Bhutan. Bhutan? Bhutan, Bhutan. Oh yeah, so yeah. Bhutan I've heard a lot of Fine country, yeah. Where they me- measure their GDP not with money but with the happiness of the people. Oh, that's amazing. I, I think yeah. is that the place where they heavily preserve their culture and nature? Like yep. everything's very old school, ba? Nice. Yep. They mm-hmm. only have one traffic light that doesn't work. <laughs> and like the amount of cars there, I think it's like five in the whole country or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, dude, national sport there is archery. Archery. Right? No, but, you know, beautiful. I've always wanted to go. It will cost me around 200000 just to get there. That's a lot of money. It's like more than the States and the Euro. You know why? Why? Uh, Because because it's the visa that's expensive, not the flight. Oh God. Because what they want is they only want select people. They don't. I mean, they want tourists, I guess, because of the dollars and all of that. But they don't want it to be too commercialized to the point that um, the country might suffer. Because, of like course. what you mentioned, they really care about their trees, about nature, um, and all of those things. So that's why. But to be fair, that two hundred thousand is like all in. That's like a flight from either Thailand or Singapore to Bhutan. Of mm, course, your ticket to yeah. Singapore or Thailand is not included. So it includes the flight there and then them bringing you back. It includes um, pocket money. And they only have like one hotel where you're going to stay in. Yeah. And it also includes the tours and whatnot already. So it is quite pricey, but at least it's like an all-in type of thing. It is. I'm looking into it now. So when you get the visa, kailangan you already have a tour, a tour guide book. Mm-hmm. So at least parang everything's already flat for, yeah. yeah. Hmm, cool. $40? No, but, but then yeah. that's part of the piece. Yeah, but it's the itinerary talaga that makes it really expensive. Yeah, and they have this beautiful place because, you know, I love nature, you love nature, I love the mm-hmm. hiking, you love hiking. Though there's a place there called Tiger's Nest. I'm not sure if you heard of that. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't. So, so Tiger's Nest is like this... um. Uh, Buddhist monk temple that's like on top of a mountain. So for you to even just see it, you have to like hike for like three to four hours. Oh gosh. And it's so beautiful. I I saw it in a YouTube video, unfortunately, not in person. But it's so beautiful because it looks so peaceful. Oh, Yeah, that's amazing. I mean, okay, so you want to go to Mongolia and Bhutan. I mean, aside from Bhutan, it's very expensive. What's stopping you from going to Mongolia? Mongolia is also very expensive. Because, because I don't want to fly from China. I want to fly from South Korea. So for me to fly from South Korea, I have to get a Korean visa. I have to spend around 30000 for a flight for both ways, from Korea to Mongolia and Mongolia to Korea. So it's going to cost me nearly hundred k, I think. Yeah, it's a big investment. But I'm sure it's going to be worth it. Yeah. Tuvalu also is also very expensive. Which one? Do you know the country Tuvalu? No. So it's this Tuvalu. really small island nation. Uh, it's kind of near Cuba and the Dominican Republic. And you've and if you're coming from the States, you're flying from Miami. 
so they're the smallest. I think they're one of the smallest countries in the world. Uh, populations like 10k, 12k, and they're also slowly sinking. By the way, uh, so Tuvalu is one of the least visited countries in the world, and you can vi- see the whole country in one day. Shocks. But here's the fun fact about Tuvalu, by the way. So, you know how they got money to become like a country because apparently you have to pay the UN to be considered a country or something like that. So when the internet came out, each country got a dot, right? So dot PH, dot e, uh, dot UK, dot whatever, right? Dot USA, etc. Tuvalu got dot TV. So all the shows, friends.tv, Bing Bang Theory.tv, they pay royalties to Tuvalu. Oh, that's very smart. I mean, it was given to them. They didn't choose their. They didn't choose the letters. It, it was given by an independent commission. Nice. I was. I was. I was anticipating you'd be saying that uh, it has to do with Pablo Escobar, just because it's in the South American area. <laughs> no, I mean, no. like yeah, Pablo Escobar offered to pay the debt of Colombia at one point. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But how about you, Nella? Like. How about you? What are the ne- next three countries? Let's just assume money's not a problem because you know you've been a sugar baby of a very disturbing person and all of that. So you know, what, like unlimited funds to the point that you could pay for the for the debt yeah. of like all of the islands or whatever. Let's just say unlimited money in a way. What, yeah. what are the next three countries you want to go to? Um, definitely first is Spain because I feel that you know Spain is such a sexy language, Viva and you know. And I already know the first thing I'm going to say once I get there. I'm going to say, Me encanta chocolate espeso y caliente. So you want hot chocolate? Pronto, yes! Basically. Yes. <laughs> and so that's Europe. Um, then anywhere in South America, just because they also speak Spanish. No, but choose a country, though. Don't even say any. Oh, like, choose, choose a country. I'd say Mexico. Mexico is a start because I know they have really good streets. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. What else? So I want like to I want them to be in all these different continents. Um one is of course in Africa. There. I, I would put in Morocco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My face like hey, celebrate. It's okay, we won in 20. What year did we win? 2010. We won in 2010. It's okay. No, you know when, when we won the World Cup in 2010, it was such a it was such a big deal in our house that we ate Spanish food for a month. Oh, that's awesome. Like we were just so like, yes, we freaking yeah. Denmark. You know, and we were playing Waka Waka the whole time, but instead of the lyric being it's time for Africa, we'd say it's time for España. <laughs> Wait, so we have someone who commented i don't know if it's like a, a friend of yours but um he said for you to visit egypt <laughs> yeah of course yes i've been wanting yeah, to also RC, egypt, egypt actually. Yeah. but actually yeah, no i've been wanting i've been wanting especially especially like free diving sites wait that are deep dana dana egypt yeah i want to go there too but here's the thing though. Dahab, so, sorry yes, 
So I watched this YouTuber. His name is um, Sunny. He does the Greatest Food Review Show. I'm not sure if you heard of that. Or the Greatest Ever Food Review Show. Something like that. No. Is it on oh, Netflix? Dahab. Dahab, Egypt. Yes, yeah. thanks. Yeah. So anyway, um, apparently, um, based on his experience, okay, I'm not trying to say anything about the Egyptian government or whatever. I've never been, but I know it's a beautiful country with a lot of history. And the food looks amazing, honestly. But he did have a lot of difficulty because of like the authorities. Because remember the yeah, Arab- I think I watched that. Yeah, yeah. So just trying to get the equipment in and trying to shoot. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think I watched that. It's but I guess since we're not like him, you know, we just have our own like phones because we're just like you know normal people. Maybe they wouldn't give us a hard time. But yeah. crazy though, crazy though that they gave him such a hard time about it. And all yeah. Of that. I mean, it just reminds reminds me of you know the bureaucracy that we have here. But that was insane. And you know, usually tourism is what you know gives brings you money, gives you glory. So that was really hard to watch. Just trying to make content that would help promote your country, but then you're yeah. still given these restrictions. So that's that's insane. Because you know, I kind of have to give it to Sunny um, without any bias. He's really not the type to really say something bad unless if something really bad happens to him in that country. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, of course. So I have to really give it to him. Like, and we witness what happened to him, right? So you kind of understand why he would be that frustrated about yeah. what happened because it is kind of ridiculous. It really is. It's frustrating, frustrating also. I mean, you're you're playing with time, with money, and you know, the equipment is just so heavy and it takes a toll on you physically, mentally. So, yeah, but I think at the end of the video, they tried to, they were able to shoot some, but they weren't able to get they, they shot a lot. Yeah. I mean, that was yeah. like three or four videos, by the way. I and, and I think there was one scene where they had so much footage on their phone already. And one authority was like, no, you have to delete that and all that. But good thing that dude was able to back up and like other devices. So that was no, very just, smart. Actually, no, what happened was, so they pressed delete, right? Yeah. Because right in the iPhone, when you press delete, there's like a delete folder where you can just recover it. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. Did the I guy didn't say permanently. He said, oh, just, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. True. Oh, wait, so... Um, I, I'm I'm sorry, man. I, I don't want to butcher your name, but anyway... um. Yeah, so that's a messed up situation where DP talked with such things, but they took the ISIS. Ah, that's why. Um, I changed out this video, power social media, but still not the police. Yeah. Um, no, but that's good to hear that, you know, th- there are steps to change it and all that. And I kind of do understand where they're coming from because of what happened during, like, the Arab Spring and all of that. But here's another African country I want to visit. I'm not sure if you heard of it, and I hope I'm pronouncing it right. So it's called Eritrea. I haven't heard of that. So it's a very small um, African country as well. But it's not like Tuvalu that's like an island. It's like in Africa. You know, the, oh. the land itself. So it's considered to be the North Korea of Africa. Oh, because wow. it's had the same dictator for like the last 50 years. And it's one of the first time hearing countries. about it. I'm such a weird person, right? But it's fun. I mean, good thing you're able to fight all these things. So there's a time in my life where for some reason I thought that I would be able to travel the world freely. And I really like made an itinerary for myself in the sense that, okay, if I go to, for example, that's how you remember I mentioned to you, if you go to Singapore, you can go to Indonesia and Malaysia and whatever. 
Right. So my goal is always to be like go to let's say a continent or whatever, and just like take buses and boats and whatnot. You know what I mean to visit other countries instead of just taking planes and planes and planes. You know. So yeah. I wanted that like an African, an African you know, adventure, and Eritrea just really got me interested just because it's considered to be the North Korea of Africa, right? One of the hardest visas to get. You know, it's so hard to get a visa there. That if you get a visa, it's like your passport becomes valuable. You know what I mean in that sense? Yeah. Remember Flappy Bird, the, the game on the iPhone, the really. Yeah. You know that. So the Flappy Bird happened. So we we're all playing Flappy Bird. Then when they shut it down or they deleted it from the, from the store. iPhones that had Flappy Bird, you could sell for double the price. Hmm. So I mean, like for travelers, if you have that Eritrea, you know, um, visa, it's like, yeah. damn, dude. Yep, it's gold. Same with Iraq and Iran. <laughs> Iraq and Iran very difficult to get visas for. Would you visit like Iraq or Iran? I would. I would. Okay. I mean, so like, I, I think I follow this um, news website where they talk about Middle Eastern culture and news. And, you know, it for me, it helps distinctize, you know, what what commercial news says about how it's scary and all that. So, you know, having access to these info, you know, just makes me more, you know, attracted and, you know, try to make plans in the future to go to places like that. So, like, I'm, I want to ask you, what's a country you wouldn't visit? I wouldn't and, visit... And for security or whatever, just you wouldn't visit for whatever reason. I've never thought of that. Um, honestly, but I think first thing in mind is like honestly the states, just because it's so expensive and I I don't like the tipping culture. <laughs> like I'm forced to like pay extra after buying something, but I think I've been told you know it it depends on like the country. Or depends on the state, right? For me, they could just charge you a service charge, honestly. Instead of you forcing like a tip. Yes, but it's in dollars. <laughs> it's in dollars. <laughs> I earn in peso. Unless I earn a sugar daddy. <laughs> I mean the whole button, remember, it's always an option. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so US for you. For me, it's going to be um it starts with a C, and it has an H, and it ends in an A. Four letters, five letters. Why? The fact that I can't even say the name should already so say why. You're so mean. No, it's because of like the draconian laws they have in all. Will you be affected by it? Yeah, everyone is. Mm. Because if like let's say you say something about them. They have this law where if you say something about them and your name gets put in this database and if you visit, they can just get you, question you, then just send you back to your country. Right. Sorry, because like, I follow this like food blogger from that country that you don't like. And yeah. Street food is just amazing. That's why. It's, like, oh, yeah. No, trust me. Chinese food <laughs> looks great. <laughs> No, I just think Chinese food is great. I'm not saying that it's that country. Everyone loves Chinese food and Japanese food. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I mean, egg fried rice is amazing, right? 
and Uncle Roger and all of those things. Do you watch Uncle Roger? Oh yeah, I think you. I love Uncle Roger. The one where he got viral was because of the fried rice. Was yeah, the the BBC one when they washed it after it was cooked. Uh uh. No, but you know, to be fair, um, so because you know I'm part European, right? No. I made this like mistake uh, making couscous. And uh, it's just a slight mistake. It's just a slight mistake. But I can understand, like, if a fellow European who grew up there, right, and makes couscous more often, would just be like, really now? So when you make couscous, right, um, so it, it's very similar to rice in the process. But what you do is, um, so you cook the couscous in a normal frying pan. You put water. You put the couscous in. But the more water you put, the softer it gets. So it's kind of like pasta. So it depends on how you like it. The slight mistake I made was I put too much water. So I had to add a bit more couscous during the cooking process. Oh, shucks. Uh-uh. What happened was there's like 20 million different textures. And to, and okay, and for me, I was like, okay, I know how to save this. I'm a cook. We can do it. I put butter but I put too much butter to the point that it just tasted like butter. <laughs> so uh, I kind of get the whole... Like, why, yeah, why. I think it's the same, my same experience when during the pandemic, I was trying to be very vegan, so I had all these lentils, oh, all these very beans. <laughs> yeah, because those are just very rich in protein and all that, but the yeah. cooking process is so insane. I had, Kahit yung mga canned beans, like still you need, you still need like a, a certain boiling time for it to get really soft to eat. So, so you know, I feel your struggle. Because right now we're talking about food, right? Yeah. I told you I ate, I've eaten a tarantula, right? A tarantula? No, I don't think so. Well, I haven't told you that. Okay, so when I was in Cambodia, like the country I super love, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna eat a spider, right? So. As the white man in me, I was like, I'm going to eat that spider, right? You know, and all of that. So I went there. I researched like a five-star restaurant. Again, if you're going to eat something that could kill you, might as well pay money just so that you won't die, right? Yeah. So they gave me like three huge spiders, like as big as my hand. Okay. And at first, I was like, okay, here's my order. I'm going to order the spider. I'm going to have the beef with ants. And two beers, I'm gonna use your bathroom, okay? So like okay, so I go to the bathroom. You know, because the place is like organic and stuff, and they let the spiders freely move around in the garden area. Yeah. That I freaked out because there were like three huge spiders on my table that I thought was alive. Then the waiter's like, no, 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 you eat this. So I was like, What? Then also I was like, it's as big as my hand. He's like, no, yeah, we gave you the best one. <laughs> so I was like, and then I was, I was like, can I have a fork and a knife? He's like, no, you don't eat it with that. You eat it with your hands. Yeah. I was like, so I was like, I was like, um, so I, like, I bit a leg. He's like, no, you eat legs last. I was like, in my mind, I was like, okay, one, you're bossing me around. Two, you have so much time that apparently I'm the only customer you want to concentrate on. <laughs> and see, I can eat it whenever I want. But I ate it from the butt. And when I bit the butt... I'm not kidding. Like something came out. 
and just covered my whole mouth. So, yeah. Would you eat a spider? So, yeah. It was actually really good. It was actually <laughs> very, no, no, I'm not being sarcastic. It, it's excellent, actually. Yeah. Like, like, if you, when you go to Cambodia, you have to have tarantula. Yeah, I mean, those are things I want to explore. Also, like, no, the other week in Binondo, I tried the frog legs, the infamous frog legs, and this, like, Wait, um, you, for the first time? That's the first time you ever had fun? Yeah, the first time. And Whoa, it tasted like bony, bony, salty chicken. Oh, well, that's what frogs do taste like. Bony, yeah, salty apparently. chicken. Yeah, I'm surprised. Like, in Cebu, like back in Cebu, when I was asking the, the people I was working there, oh, where, where can I try these things and all that? And apparently there's like a certain time and a certain... Um, Please. Remote place where you can get like um curtles, horse. Yeah, I think those were like the most extreme ones they've said. I'm like, oh shocks. Them, but I, just say, I couldn't make I them. I couldn't make the table, though. I know what I said, because but they said like no, it's very sad. Because they're endangered and shit. They are. And you know, this year I've been to I've been scuba diving and all of those times, you know, there were turtles in there and it just looked really majestic. Being I guess it was a snapping turtle. We're going to fucking eat those. <laughs> no, Fuck they were, they were very tame. I mean, just try to like get these um, seagrass. You're just going to fly around follow it. <laughs> no, those are the nice turtles. But you know yeah. the snapping turtle can bit, bite off your finger, right? Oh, shock. Oh! That's why I'm like, we're going to eat those motherfuckers. We're eating them. <laughs> yo. Uh, no, no, but like, okay. So I think, okay. So what was the weirdest meat you've eaten? Weirdest meat? Or, Nothing. I mean, like animal. Sorry. Weirdest animal you've eaten. Just so that you don't see a dish. Huh. None at all. I mean, every every experience for me, it's it's a nice thing to try. But nothing regretful so far. It's not common. You know what I mean? Ah. I guess the weirdest would be like in Germany, they call this thing called met. It's like raw guineling. Raw, how do you say it in English? Um, mint, minced meat. Oh, it's, it's like steak tar. I have no idea what that is. But yeah, it's like uh, minced meat that's raw and pink, and then you eat it inside the bread with vegetables. I mean, oh, yes. it's, yeah, it sounds normal, but then, you know, it's just scary. Usually what I'm used to is eating raw seafood, fish and all that, but raw beef or pork, I can't, yeah. I'm not sure which meat was that. That was very scary at first, but you know, um, in Germany, they have high standards when it comes to their, oh, yeah. to their yeah. poultry, so you should be fine. Wait, so I'll send you, um, I'll send you a link. Uh, it's a Wikipedia link to steak tartar. Maybe it's something similar to that. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so um, like that. I think the weirdest animal I've eaten is bear. Bear? Where? Where did you get that? Cambodia. Also there? Oh, that's amazing. So bear, apparently, okay, like it's this much meat, okay? This much meat, but this much fat. Ooh. Because they gave me the meat from the belly area. Oh, and that's gamey goodness, actually. <laughs> Quite gamey, but pretty good. 
Uh huh. Yeah. It sounds very exciting, though. Yeah. So, like you know, there's this um, there's this mountain in Japan, not Mount Fuji. I can't remember the name, but there's one restaurant in this mountain. It's um, it's like a omikase, but the legit omikase, not the local mm-hmm. omikase. Here, that's mm-hmm. not really an omikase. That it shouldn't be called omikase, but okay. Um, sorry. Uh, so omikase basically is uh, I'm not sure if you know, like the real omikase is. A restaurant in a place and whatever animals or ingredients that they find on that day that's what they'll serve you so there's no like a menu where it says okay you can order let's say tuna sashimi on this day every day 365 days in a year or whatever no it changes every day yeah so with this um this mountain one the fish that they use change every day the way they cook the fish they use every day and sometimes they have bear mm-hmm. that they freshly killed by the way like they hunt the animals Shop. Well, about you? Right. Like, um, is there like a restaurant or something like abroad that you've always wanted to try? Ah, exactly. <laughs> like my friend, my friend Jasmine and I have been like really raving about it. You know, in Las Vegas, um, Chef Gordon Ramsay and his beef Wellington. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. That like we're just really curious what it is, and apparently there's already a branch in Singapore. And recently, just a Health while kitchen? ago, I think so, like a pop-up wow. or something. And then Marin, then she just tagged me a while ago, like uh, a beef Wellington where you can buy it here somewhere. Yeah. Double check. So that's that's really amazing. Like we're just really curious. It just looks so good. You know, whenever we watch the show. Same. I love Hell's Kitchen. I, I guess because like we're both cooks, right? So we see them, and when they make mistakes, you're like. Yeah, you're not supposed to cook scallops for more than 30 seconds, man. You know, as chefs. <laughs> but I've always wanted to have kitchen just to like, but I want to be there when there's a show. Exactly. But I just but want to feel the like, Right? Only if the show is there, just so that like, okay, like if let's say I'm there and you're there, you could be like the blue team, I'll be the red team. <laughs> that's all. And of course, I think that's going to be worth the trip, you know, just being it would be. that yeah. drama. And craziness. Then you see him just shouting at people. That's so like that. Did you watch the one last season? The, the one when the chubby guy won? No, I can't remember. I only watched one season. I can't remember which one was it. But that one was such a good season, honestly. You should see it. It's on mm. Netflix. It's the latest mm-hmm. one. It was such a good season because I thought... Because like what I like about shows like that is you know how there are those who perform really well early on then they get eliminated because they start. I know, yeah. And there are those who are like in the background that they're nothing great, they're nothing, they're not bad, they're not good, but they survive because they know what to do. Then they start showing up. Gosh, I feel that's part of like the drama, TV drama where my delay and like bringing out the star and all that, or my cinnamon very contrabida. He's not performing well, but we keep in the show because that's what keeps the drama going for the story. Yeah, so I want to ask you, like, what's your favorite, like, dish of all time? Gosh. I think it's just very simple. When it comes to Filipino food, I would be willing to eat meat that's bulalo, nilaga, just because the broth is amazing, especially if it's like piping hot. And when it comes to dessert, it's bibinka. The bibinka where you buy it whenever it's Christmas. 
outside the church. Yep. Mm. What else? Um, no specific food, but then I am just very obsessed with Japanese food. Yeah, Japanese food, Vietnamese food. And, and literally for Japan, like, um, I've tried like all the ramen. I think I've tried most of the ramen here already in Manila. And I want to try, once I step foot in Japan one day, like, what does actual ramen taste like? Even if it's on the streets or it's like very bougie. I want to know. Bashi, you know, they say ramen is supposed to be enjoyed. Like the peak of enjoyment is when you're crazy drunk. Oh, that sounds nice, yeah. Like you have to be crazy drunk to be able to really taste how the ramen tastes like, supposedly. Which oh, makes sense. Soup, makes sense. Noodles, meat. Perfect. Because here, we do like um, it, Mami, right? Mami's our version of ramen. Right, yeah, Mami Paris. Yeah. That's oh, except for remember when I when I go to Poblen, I tell you I tried that Paris place and it just wasn't um. Impressed. That's not the best one. That's not the best one. That was this your first time, right? I've been there twice, so and uh, it was my first time to eat Paris. Uh, no, we we gotta redeem that. We we have to. We have yep. to. But then again, you know, I'm there at like four or five a.m. I'm like, you know what? I kind of want to eat something before I sleep. Then the the only yeah. place open. No, you gotta redeem that. <laughs> where would you, okay, but where would you take me though? Like, if we're gonna go and grab some Paris, where are we gonna go? Um, I think the safest one would be Paris Retiral. No, favorite, I want like I want yeah. one that's like super in like, the street. Yeah, but my favorite yeah. one it's like in Quezon City. But last I checked, they were gone. Like literally, when I I lived and worked in Quezon City for a time, I would eat lunch there every day. That's how that's how amazing it is. Maryland probably somewhere in Manila. Like usually in the streets of Manila, there's a lot of good Paris places there. Okay, so we can just we can just do like a Paris trip or something. Ooh, Paris trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is, I'm sorry, that, that is such an. We're we're a trench coat. Okay, it's winter time. Don't get yep. too cold. Yeah. Then we're gonna play that song. What's that song? The one about Paris. Some Paris, the EDM song by Closer. That's not my genre. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. but you must know the song. Come on, probably if I hear it. Yeah. Wait, um, Closer. Uh, what's it? What's the name? Chain Smokers. Wait, is that the one in Paris? Uh, let's see. Uh huh. Wait, I'm looking for the lyrics. We go down together. Oh no, it's not. Um, it's not. wait. Um, EDM song with Paris in it. <laughs> okay, I am so stupid. Guess what the title of the song is? Just guess. Paris. 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 Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Paris, uh, EBM. Oh wait, I'll just play the song for you. Let me know if you can hear it, okay? Yeah. Are you playing? Yeah, do you hear anything? None. What? Until now? Yep, none. 
okay, wait, let me just play it on my phone then. Wow, I have a really good mic apparently. Okay, because I was just blasting it hard. Um, okay, so I'm sure you know this song, but yeah. So when we do our Paris trip, you're going, we're gonna play this song in our trench coats. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing it now. Okay. We were staying in Paris to get away from your parents, and I thought, wow, you hear it? if I could take this yeah. shot right now, I don't think that we could work this out out on the terrace. New theme song. When we're hopping around different shadows. Sure. sweating like idiots because we're wearing trench coats. But but familiar the song, right? Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Okay. So you like um the soup stuff? I always remember that. Then you like the binka. Would you kill me if I say that I'm not a fan of puto bom bom? Same here, I'm not. Right? Like, I don't get why people like Puto Bomb Bomb. I mean, the color's nice. Yeah, yeah nice but... Dark, but I don't know, know, it just doesn't, doesn't sit well. But you know, to be fair, um, I was in Baguio, right, last week for five days. I'm not sure if you knew that, that I was there for that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I ate in Solibao. Uh, I, I think you know that restaurant there. The, the Filipino one. And yeah. they gave me puto bom bom as part of my meal. The 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 boom bom, I, I guess that's what you call the the long thing. I don't know. Um uh was just okay, but the fucking margarine they gave me was fucking amazing. I don't even know what margarine that was. It wasn't star. Okay, yeah. it really wasn't star, but it was so good that I just wanted just the margarine. With the with the side of the Moscovado they gave me, that was excellent. Wait, so mm-hmm. okay, so we'll talk about Baguio for a bit since you've you've you lived there for quite a while. If that's okay for us to mention. Yeah, I lived there for around two and a half months last year. Yeah. Yeah, so and, I, and I plan November to January. And I plan to move there next year. Hopefully, I'm looking for a place. Uh, okay, so like with that one, um, what did you love about Baguio? I loved how, of course, it was cold, <laughs> and um, the, the vegetables are so cheap. Like Crazy literally, cheap. I hoarded so much, so much cheap vegetables. Na, I didn't think na they would rot in the fridge, just because I didn't have much time to keep cooking everything. Parang natahaw tingin ako especially French beans. I think they were like 25 or 40 pesos per per kilo or per half. Especially for French beans. Yeah. No, because like that one, like, yeah, the weather and all of that. Uh, and I'm like you, you know, like, I'm going to be honest, like, when I, so when I was eating in Baguio, so I was eating different restaurants, right? Then I'd see the when I see the amounts, I'm like, really? To the point at one time, I ate in uh I ate in this place. It's called Slaughterhouse in uh I forgot which street that is, but somewhere there. My bill's like five hundred bucks, but then I had like four dishes and two cups of rice. That's like nice. five hundred something. Yeah. And I'm like, I had so much leftovers, right? I'm like. I shouldn't have ordered that much. Like I wish they offered me like a half order for each instead. 
you know, but crazy, crazy. I lo- I love the place. But how come you didn't stay? Um, our our lease was up, and my roommate that time, of course, had to go home. And you know, I tried. I I wanted to stay longer for like two, three months more, and I actually spend so much time um scouting for places for myself. But the the price that they were giving um for like for me, it's it's just kind of the same price if I were to live in Makati. And with that same price, um, okay, there's Baju, there's Makati. With that same price, Makati would have like uh, a bigger space, more accessible to the to the place where you know you need everything. <laughs> Because the, 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 you make it sound really a lot. Yeah, the cheapest was probably like around eight to ten thousand, and and the thing is, yeah, it's like a solo place and all that, but it's just so far from the city. Session, area. From yeah, town. from town. and you know, I always like like place where it's just walkable for me, especially going to the market. Um, the place we had was so ideal. I just kept walking. It's so slopey. And all that, but fifteen yeah. minutes of walking one way, it's fine. Yeah, no, same here. Yeah. Okay, so I kind of get what you mean. Yeah, because me and my journey right now, uh, I'm looking at all the best options, but for some reasons, oh, he's some chancen. Uh, that's what they want, but me, I want long term. Yeah. But but the place you had was there an aircon? Um, no, just fans. Which I find so weird, you know. Like I keep asking them, could I was telling them, I'll pay for like the renovation, I'll whatever. Can I just install an aircon? They're like, no. I'm like, it's it's then weird. they kind of look at me like that. Also, they, they give yeah, me that look like, why, why the fuck do you need an aircon? Then like, sir, you're in Baguio, live the Baguio life. Don't get an aircon. No, no, but no, but it's not Already that. Already a okay. natural aircon there. <laughs> no, that's true. Okay, but here's the thing, like Baguio and like the Burmans is, sorry, excuse me. It's awesome, but like summer bag is pretty hot. Oh yeah. So I'm technically speaking, I want to install an aircon just for like what three months of the year. Mm-hmm. Because like I really don't like hot weather. I really don't, unless if I like in the beach or something. Mm-hmm. Of course, in the beach you're gonna sweat, but you're gonna dive into the water, cool down. But in the mountains, if it's hot in the mountains, it's just hot, right? Yeah. It really is, especially during daytime in Baguio. It gets yeah, it's so hot. Yeah, I was there. Okay, um, November thirty till December five, the mornings were hot. Like I was sweating like an idiot. <laughs> so, like, what's your uh, favorite place in Baguio? Like in terms of restaurants? Ooh, I tried so many things, but um. Shocks. Do I start my list? Again, um, for me, when it comes to like those commercial, you know, bougie restaurants, um, I would say, oh, hit up. <laughs> but honestly, it's always for me, Makarindiria, the street food. Those always leave a mark for me. Um, the rest is like a one-time thing. Oh wait, like I think there's Smoky Mountain House. Have you heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I like I like their service, how it's very customized, how you have to tell them ahead what your order is. Because it, it takes a while to prepare. And yeah, the, the view is really good. And when we were there, it was my first time seeing this 
this this area we just planned is just like a full rack of fresh pine. It was my first time seeing that. I mean, that's why it was so memorable for me because I've always seen dried pine. I've never seen one. Yeah, like the fresh ones, right? Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's, it's quite a pricey place to be in, but the experience is really good. And I can I can never forget our dessert. It was like an ice cream. It was like five hundred pesos for an ice cream. But it was good. It's like ice cream for five hundred pesos. But it was it was homemade. It had this like special story in it. But it's it's something you could try once. Yeah, you know, like for me, I guess we have the same mentality when it comes to food. Even if it's a bit pricey for as long as it's not like two hundred thousand pesos or whatever, <laughs> um, I'd still just try it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you only live once. If you like it, you're like, yeah, the 500 was worth it. If you don't like it, at least I know what 500 tastes like. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, that's that's why in, in the latter part of, of my trip with my friend there, um, before we moved back here to Manila, we were really exhausting all the times. So we would try all these places where you need more budget. I mean, like even going home, we tried already the, the bus, the premium bus, where there's like a lazy boy. Just because, yeah, we just want to... Wait, you went the normal bus? Yeah, always. Why? We only tried the VIP ones. Oh, well, I mean, you're not very tall, so maybe you could fit, but... Yeah. Because I can't. I really couldn't. Yeah. Like, I tried the normal bus. My knees were painful for three days. Yeah. Aww. That's like going back like I was going to sa pinakalikod sa gitna yung may leg room talaga sa gitna. When I booked when I booked it was last minute. Yeah. It was last minute so I couldn't get that one. So that's mm-hmm. why I always take the the VIP bus. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, then but you've tried E-tag then. Yeah. Once by ah, um, it was like really dried meat. I mean, I enjoyed it because there was the soup with the rice. Sorry, did you, did you cook it or did you order it? Oh, we ordered it. Ah, I thought you cooked it. Okay. Oh my gosh, me no, especially for meat. I don't think I have. I'd have the patience to cook meat. <laughs> ah, because you have to boil it for like four hours, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, the last time I actually cooked meat, it was Paris. And just trying to soften the meat took four to five hours. What part of the meat did you use? I know. I wasn't the one who bought it. I just said, oh, just buy beef. (laughs) Yeah, but crazy, four to five? Yeah, but for Paris, Paris has to be like really tender. And you cook it like at low heat. I know, Mia. I'd rather just use Wagyu. (laughs) (laughs) Rich person, like (laughs) you just see my (laughs) Uh no. So I also so because I came from Lakandula, right? So I bought myself some e tag, which I love. Then they have this thing called Kiki something. Kiki. Kiki what? Kiki. Um, Kiki deal. No, just kidding. Um, Kiki bag your meat. Oh, I think some porn's gonna come out. 
Oh gosh, no, and good thing porn didn't come out. Um wait, I think I still have the photos of that. Uh give me one second. I took photos trying to be the vlogger that I am. Uh huh. Oh here, it's called key shit. How do you even pronounce this? Kinning? Um, wait, I'm gonna type it. K in the comment section. So everyone knows that I'm not being bastos or anything. Kinning. I haven't heard of there. that. Yeah, so I, I was talking to this nice lady when I was buying it from Lakandula. And she says, apparently, all I need to do is just chop it up and gissa it with veggie. So let's see. Let's see how it goes. Nice. Well, I would say I'd send you some, but I know you don't like eating not freshly cooked food, right? So Correct, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so Baguio, um, I miss it. I'm, I'm actually planning going back January. Hopefully by then I could... But every month, the trips, no? October, November, December, technically yeah, December. nice. <laughs> no, no, but you know, legit though, I, I really want to live there. My my boss said it's okay. I already spoke to him about it. So I'm a, I'm a bit serious. Go! Especially for Christmas time? Oh, and Christmas. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna go back this year. Uh unless if I'm gonna close a place already. Like that's the only reason why I, yeah. I would go back. To close a place, you know, and maybe mm-hmm. put some stuff already and all of those things. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. but yeah, but I guess the one thing I'll probably miss about Manila is like Pobla. Yeah, honestly, uh, dating life there, I don't know, it's a type quest, so parang hirap maghanap doon. I don't know with you. <laughs> But my my friend who I was with, oh, she was like dating around here and there. It's like good for you, girl. <laughs> I don't know, like you know, thinking about it. I mean, based on like knowing the the look locals, yes, um, and and stuff like life there. I think if I do live there, maybe I wouldn't really be like dating dating like how you do it here in Manila, right? You know, when you have like the apps and whatnot. I think how I would approach mm-hmm. it is, you know, I mean, like, you know, meet through friends and all of that. I mean, I think that's yeah. how I want to do things from now on, you know. I'm at yeah. that age where I'm kind of too old for stuff like that, you know, so. All right. <laughs> I love your face. You're like, all right. <laughs> old school Christian over here. <laughs> But yeah, Nella, I mean, sorry. I think um, what you got. Okay, so I I want to ask you one last thing uh, before I let you go because I don't want to keep you for too long because it's a holiday tomorrow and I'm sure you want to rest up and all of that. Wait, are, are you okay? Yeah, Have you done... Um, you listen to Spotify, right? Like you have Spotify yeah. and you listen to it. Did you do the 2022 rap already? No, I'm scared because I feel like it's just going to be the same thing again as for the past two years. Oh, do it. Check it now. I, I'm, I'm trying to get the app. Okay. Oh, this year, you, know, you know what my number one is, right? Huh? You know what my number one song is, right? Yung ano, your favorite one, Kaoli yun. Traitor. Yung ano, oh. 
Then liability is number two for three straight years. My goodness. Sad boy. Did you update? Did you update the app? I know. Fine. Pero update the app na. Okay, ito na, ito na. Okay. So to our viewers, so I always do the Spotify rap. It's always my favorite. Since mm-hmm. 2020, liability by Lord has been number two. This year, I didn't expect it to be number two. I was very surprised. I thought it was going to be. Okay, so my top four are Traitor, Liability, Driver's License, and The Business by Tiesto. Yeah. Now, I honestly thought that Traitor in the Business would be fighting for number one. Because uh-huh. it surprised me, AF, that Driver's was number three and that The Business was number four. Uh-huh. Uh, what do you call this? Then I listened to Olivia Rodrigo for a total of 9,200 minutes. And to our viewers, memorize, memorize. So I listened to Olivia Rodrigo, just her as an artist, for yeah. 9,200 minutes out of my 100,007, out of my 107k minutes listened on Spotify, 92 was from Olivia. And that's between two songs, which is just Traitor and Driver's License. That's it. Anthem. That's your anthem. Yeah, for this year, Traitor. Yeah, I'm here now, but it's not. Spotify sent me a message about that. I'm trying to like click in the by chart. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Did you click it? What do you mean, Ayo? You're other. Use Apple kasi. No, because I may be honest, man. I don't use Android. I do not use Android. Wow. Even if all my phones are second hand from my sister, her hand me down. I don't even know what my iPhone is. When people say, What's your iPhone? Um the big one. The big one. With um three circles. Okay, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I'm so curious what your number one's going to be. I have 24,000 minutes. Okay. Played. With one song, it was love at first listen. Rosas. You can't you learn it so much. I played it so many times. How many? How many? I was trying to memorize it. I love it. It speaks what happened to me this year. Okay. Number one is Rosas. Okay, Lenny. Number two is Like I'm Gonna Lose You by Megan Trainer. This is like my wow. from early this year. <laughs> and then three is Killing Me Softly with a song by the Fleas. Oh, very amazing song. Very so good song. Yes. Very good. And, and then my my usual every year. It's it's Blues, uh, your love keeps lifting me higher, higher. I like and that then song. If, if I got you by Alicia Keys, talaga ba? I just remember playing that. Some people want. I don't. <laughs> oh my god, it was fun. Okay, I'm amused. At least hindi na puro blue, hindi na puro Stevie Wonder, jazz rock, because that's always. Wait, how many minutes? How many thousands of minutes did you play Rosas? Um, let me see. What did it say? Shocks. 
I played it like a hundred nine times now. Okay, then Wait, let me check. Okay, okay. Hundred nine. Wait, let me check my traitor one. How many times I played? A hundred nine times. But like mostly since during the elections time. Okay. I played. You played. Oh, okay, I played. What's this? You're gonna judge. Guess how many times I played Traitor. Ten thousand times. Okay, that was a bit exage, but um, <laughs> one thousand four hundred sixty. It's fair, but you know, I think you have to you have to also include the times and the requests, which is mga bars. You know, when you're outside too, not just in your Spotify, diba? Kung ganun, then the business should be number one. Because here's my top five, okay? My top artist is, yes, I will not disagree. It's the Tank and the Bangas. They're like in this New Orleans jazz band. They're so beautiful. Oh, oh Cheeks? No, yes, So it's Traitor, Liability, Drivers, The Business, and... From this moment by Shania Twain. Wow, my classy. Uh, there's a very sad story behind that song, by the way. Okay, that I love my top about, um, artists are Tank and the Bangas, Bruno Mars, Nika Del Rosario, Fallout Boy, Lizzo. Oh, Lizzo. Of course, Nico Del Rosario is there. Nika Del Rosario is there, right? Yeah. So the song. Wait, Fallout Boy? Yeah. <laughs> to be fair to you. Reminiscing, reminiscing high school days, college days. With um Pete Wentz and Patrick Stump. Of course, and especially yung album with yung may buong story, yung buong album with ano, Elton John. What album was that again? Wait, so you a song I just covered, by the way, that I think you're gonna judge me. Yeah. Save Rock and Roll, that's my favorite album of so the, the song I just discovered recently and you're really gonna judge me is uh tonight's gonna be the night that I fall for you. Oh very high school. Dude, I just discovered it two weeks ago. Talaga ba? Yeah. Congratulations. Peak and emo. Cold Heart by Dua Lipa and Elton John. I just discovered it this morning. Yeah. The cold heart. Congratulations on your new discoveries. Yeah, but anyway, Nella, it's so fun having you. I wish I could keep you for longer, like six more hours, but it's okay. What? Spotify won't, be, won't allow me to uh, upload this. But before yeah. I let you go, um, uh, what do you call this? Is there any way that people could um, find you if you want to be found? Or are you more of a private person? Or yeah. But you can. You can add me on Instagram. It's like on a public page naman siya. It's at Neldre. At, wait, gusto ko may military alphabet para cool. <laughs> of course, we don't know what the N is, right? Nancy. Yeah, is yeah. Nancy? At Neldre, no. At November, Echo, Lima, Lima, Delta, Romeo, Echo. Tama ba? So N is November, not Nancy. Bukas, sa tapos Nancy. Weird, no? I thought it was Nancy, yeah, but... Yeah, some people use it Nancy, but apparently it's just usually November. Because, November, because Nancy's short and you know it's an N. No, totoo. Right? 
Weird. military people. Anyway, yeah. Nella, again, so happy that you we did this. I'm so happy that you are here. Thank you again so much. Uh, to our viewers. We'll be back next week. Wait, am I back here next week? Let me check. Because actually in, the, in December, I have one. For the first time, I'm actually going to take a one-week break in November. Uh, in December, but let me check. Oh, yeah, I will be back next week. Okay, so I will be back next week on Thursday. Thank you so much for listening, guys. Another Iglap Short Talk will be uploaded this Sunday. It's going to be a really, really good one. Until then, take care. Stay safe. Um, Nella, thank you again so much. And bye, everyone. Thank you.